So before we get to Idelia, let's take a look at something really funny here. I don't know where they find these guys to do doctor work at the Capitol, but I do know one thing. They are paid not to actually do doctor work, but to instead doctor medical documents. Lie on medical documents. Okay, I need you to understand something. Any attending physician that says Mitch McConnell is perfectly fine, he's a-okay, is just as nutty. He is just as nutty as the mother who said Trump, the doctor that gave Trump a clean bill of health and said he's sexy as f and he's super hot actually when he takes his shirt off. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they've just like hired exclusively chiropractors for the White House and also Congress alike. But here is what uh, the Capitol attending physician said for Senator Mitch McConnell as he cleared him for work. I have consulted with Leader McConnell and conferred with his neurology team after evaluating yesterday's incident. I have informed Leader McConnell that he is medically clear to continue with the schedule as planned. Occasional lightheadedness is not uncommon in concussion recovery and can also be expected as a result of dehydration. If Joe Brandon had a fucking moment like this, if Joe Brandon had this level of like a brain fart, because he has gaffes, right? He fucks up. He, his brain short circuits from time to time. He is not medically fine. You know what I mean? I wouldn't consider him to be medically fine, right? But if he had two glitches like Glitch McConnell now, like to that degree, I don't think that a, it, I don't think that the Republican Party would talk about anything else. They'd be like 25th Amendment time, 25th Amendment time. This is like, we got to take him out. We got to take him out. He's demented. He's demented. He's out of his mind. They still do it. They still fucking do it. They don't even stop doing it already. Diane Feinstein's in the same boat as well because we are run by crazy people. What are your thoughts on running for re-election what are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh, that's a... Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Yes. This is so funny. Like, yeah, that's, that, that's when you're, as a congressional aide, as a staffer, that's when you're like, oh, fuck. How do I salvage this? Oh, we'll just simply act like he couldn't hear it. That's not the problem here, lady. That is not the problem here. Oh, yeah, he just... Guys, guys, he just couldn't hear it. He's just a little dehydrated. It's going to be fine. Uh, Senator, can you... Is it okay? Senator, let me repeat the question for you. Bro, is seeing the Shinigami? Oh, yeah. Unofficial also have a medical correspondent chiming in. The doc can get away with this because even though Mitch, is pro Mitch probably had an absence seizure, you can't prove it without an EEG. So technically, his doc can be like, okay, all good. Now get back to work because he probably looked normal when the doc actually examined him. Okay, but like, why aren't we doing an EEG? Like, what the fuck? This isn't funny. Senators only do this when they're extremely distressed. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's giving, he's giving an INTJ stare, okay? That's what he's doing. He's just like staring down the journalist. It's You, you don't understand how that works. That's what it is. I'm an empath. I know. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator. Wait, I don't get it. Why do you need a minute? It's just, I thought Senator just couldn't simply hear what the question was. Just say the question again, and then the Senator will hear it. Come on. Come on now. Okay. McConnell was eventually able to answer a few questions before leaving. You may have already been mentioned, but we have a minimum age for Congress, so why not maximum? 
Dude, that would be unjustifiable. That would be totally uh, fucked up. I do think that there should be term limits, obviously. I also think that there should be an age limit as well. Or after a po after a certain age, like if you go past like, I don't know, 75, let's say, fuck it, 75. I think that's a very reasonable max cap, right? At that point, isn't that ageism? Yes, bro. I'm fucking ageist, okay? Guess what? I'm ableist too. Like, for example, if your brain doesn't work because you're demented, you can't sit in office. I'm ableist. That's what I feel. That's what I believe. That's what I think is the right thing to do. I'm saying 75 because it's like manageable, right? Like, let's start off with 75, let's say. I think the reality is 65 would be best. Term limits won't help. Don't help without election reforms. Put in term limits without it and corpse will just groom politicians to serve a couple terms to represent the industry interest. Yes, but term limits at the very least like offer a fucking max cap on the amount of cruelty that you can get from one specific, very obviously uh, corrupt politician like Bob Menendez. For every Bernie Sanders and Ed Markey, there is a thousand Bob Menendezes out there. And yes, I am very aware that like someone like Kirsten Cinema, for example, would absolutely be able to still operate and do the Kirsten Cinema shit, even with term limits, because she was pulling the shit that she was pulling off immediately. What I was simply stating was maybe after like you hit I don't know, 65, you have to do a mental acuity test or something. That's what I think. And you have to do the mental acuity test like on a on a monthly basis. Like you have to offer up for all the public to see, for all your constituents to see that you are fully capable of passing these, uh, you know, cognitive tests that you are, your brain is working. Let's take a look at uh, some fun shit. Countries, New Zealand, Australia, and France have warned their citizens about violent crimes and shootings in our cities. That's an actual concern. If Canada was worried about anybody coming to the United States, say, hey, be careful if you go to places that have historically been friendly to the 2S LGBTQI plus San Francisco, New York City, you will get injured if you come here. I love that the counter that she's making is that actually you don't get it. Justin Trudeau, we're even less safe than you think. Like, how is that good for America? Like, you are so fucking dumb. Not only is this not true, because technically, travel advisories to red states, uh, ironically, do capture the real violent crime and the likelihood of it happening, because red states, what, contrary to what Fox News will tell you, contrary to what you've heard from mainstream media over and over again, red states have way higher violent crime rates than blue states do surprise most people don't know that in america why because one well education is not free everyone is dumb as fuck and two the media is constantly fucking lying to you so remember that but this in and of itself is not even about violent crime it's more so about the likelihood that you might be hate crimed i do think that these kinds of travel advisories are mostly fluff it's bullshit anyway i don't really give a fuck but even if that was the case let's give it a honest read here Okay, let's give it an honest read. Let's say that this is not like some optics bullshit. Let's say they're legitimately trying to warn, you know, gay Canadians. They don't want them to get fucking hate crimed or whatever. Okay, and let's say she's actually honest and she's real and like actually blue states have worse violent crime rates and are less safe than the red states, right? Which is not the case, but let's say it is. So your counter is, hey, dumbasses in Canada, you issued a travel advisory, but guess what? America is a significantly more violent nation than you thought it was? Really? That's that's our big W here? That's the big W? That's your defense? Ha! <laughs> 
silly Canadians, what you don't realize is you should issue a travel advisory across the board because in the United States of America, you are equally under threat no matter where you go, dumbass. So they, rather than caring about, again, safety, that should be in the warning. And you mentioned, yet Canada is... Jordan Peterson has yeah. to go through some social media re-education. Yeah, that's the real fear in Canada is the, the fucking social media gulags. Which is like Soviet Union gulag era nonsense. Well done. Oh, and you can only have two beers a week. I also find it rich. Ah! You can only have two beers a week? This new meta is so bunk, dude. I'm fucking dying, dude. I'm dying. I'm dying. I can't. This is too stupid. You want to know where the two beer thing is coming from? Let me tell you. The two beer thing is yet another issue that they're trying to raise. It's no different than the gas stove meta. It's no different than the COVID lockdowns are coming back meta. It is completely ridiculous. Here's what it is. Here it is. The 2020 to 2025 dietary guidelines for Americans recommend limiting intake to alcoholic drinks or less in a day uh, to two alcoholic drinks or less in a day or one drink or less for women. That's it. It is simply a 2020 to 2025 dietary guideline. That's it. There is no regulation surrounding this. There is no implementation of such a reality. It's just simply a dietary suggestion. What happened next is the Daily Mail decided to write an article on it saying America is following the lead of Canada and, you know, forcibly limiting. Well, actually, the article itself didn't even say that. But Republicans misunderstood because they don't know how to fucking read and went along with it and decided to suggest that, like, the American government's coming for your beer and they're going to stop you from drinking uh, more than two beers a week. Biden's alcohol czar warns Americans could soon be told to limit themselves to just two beers per week under strict new booze guidelines. Americans could be urged by officials to drink no more than two beers a week as a part of strict new alcohol guidelines. This is just a suggestion. If you think that they're going to limit your alcoholic content consumption, you are the most delusional person on the fucking planet. Or you might just be a Republican. It's redundant to say you are the most delusional Republican because Republicans are fucking delusional. If you read the actual news story and if you have like three and a half actual brain cells that you can rub together when you're analyzing things that you're reading, you recognize, oh, it's just the healthcare guideline. Has this ever been something that Americans followed? Have you ever followed a simple healthcare suggestion coming from the federal government? No. So why would you follow this? When have you ever followed a healthcare guideline? Average daily caloric consumption for the average American male is 2,000 calories. It's not 2,000 calories per meal. It's 2,000 calories a day. And your fat asses are at fucking Applebee's smoking on jalapeno poppers and eating at least 2,000 fucking calories per meal anyway. So shut the fuck up. Biden's health czar told DailyMail.com that the USDA could revise his alcohol advice to match Canada's where people are advised to have just two drinks per week. Dr. George Koob, who admits enjoying a couple of glasses of Chardonnay a week, said he was watching Canada's biggest experiment with interest. If there's health benefits, I think people will start to reevaluate where we're at in the U.S. Current U.S. recommendations say women can have up to one bottle of beer and small glass of wine or a shot of spirit a day while men can have two. That's the current recommendation, but those guidelines are up for a review in 2025. Asked in what direction the guidelines could change, Dr. George Koob, the director for the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Again, this man, his entire job is to stop your alcoholic conservative dad from drinking himself to death. That's his 
specific job. His response was pretty funny. He said, I mean, they're not going to go up, I'm pretty sure. Part of the reason why the 2005 guidelines are absolutely nutty for the record, which is insane for the record, that the current U.S. recommendations are women can have up to one bottle of beer, a small glass of wine, or a shot of spirit a day, while men can have two. That's insane. Why is it that high, you might ask? Well, that's because the American government is completely in the pocket of the spirits and alcohol manufacturers. That's why. Do you understand? But once again, this is just a simple suggestion. It's just a simple suggestion. That's it. Doesn't matter. These are guidelines that you can follow, which every American does not follow anyway. But the fact that they're trying to turn this into like this big ass like ordeal that, uh, you know, they're going to put you in the fucking gulags. Oh my Lord, dude. It's just yet another indication that we are devolving as a society. I do not understand it. I cannot comprehend it. But let's hear how Ted Cruz responded to this in the fucking goofiest way possible. They have now done that for new construction. They're trying to go after and regulate ceiling fans. I got to tell you, it's hot in Texas. We don't want to get rid of our ceiling fans. Yeah, dude. I want my ceiling fan to cut my head off. I want my ceiling fan to kill my baby when it falls off the ceiling. Regulations? Are you out of your fucking mind? Regulations for ceiling fans? What's next? Regulations for asbestos? One of the funnier aspects of this is that uh, Theodore Jebediah Raphael Edward Cruz is uh, famous for doing these kinds of photo ops. And in my opinion, it always is hilarious and he should never stop. Because every time I see him try to do one of these, I am reminded of the reality that he is a Princeton and I believe Harvard graduate who has nothing in common with the average man. You can put the snakeskin boots on all day. You can wear the biggest belt buckle, but that will not change the reality that you are not a layman. You're not the average everyday guy, okay? You're just not. This image is 40%, this image is like 40% belly. Yeah, beacon of health and prosperity back here, by the way. All of our lovely, wonderful hogs. I feel like he went to, you know, a website where you can hire a hog and hired all the hogs from hog.com to stand behind him. And now these idiots have come out and said, drink two beers a week. That's their guideline. Well, I got to tell you, if they want us to drink two beers a week, frankly, they can kiss my ass. No, okay. Um... I love that they're all they're all doing it in unison too. Like he told them, you know, drink the beer when I say kiss my ass. What a tough guy he is, dude. A little pussy ass sip. Let me tell you something, bitch. Let me tell you something, Theodore. If you were a fucking real one, what was the guy's name? God damn it. Chili Dog. For those of you who don't know, Chris Chili Dog forgot his last name. God damn! It feels so good to be free, baby! Woohoohoo! Every part of this is so fucking silly because it's so obviously scripted, like their behavior. They all drink the beer at the same time, and then look at Eric Bowling. Senator, I, uh, I brought a beer to drink with you. I'll drink this non-alcoholic beer with you because I'm not allowed to drink on camera, but... I'll have, I'll have a sip in well, the meantime. Look, I, I got Why are you not allowed to drink on camera? Are you telling me that the fucking communists at the, uh, uh, what is it, the is it FCC, decided to censor, stop you from drinking your goddamn beer on camera? What the fuck is that? The FCC won't let me be? What the hell? Or is it the communists that run Newsmax? Or maybe, just maybe, Newsmax was like, Eric, we fucking hired you after the sea of sexual harassment allegations launched towards you at Fox News, which let, was the reason 
why you had to stop working there. We have only one rule for you. It is that you are not allowed to drink on camera because we know how handsy you get. I gotta say, so what, have you ever seen a brand do more damage to itself than Bud Light, which and then he just like randomly fucking goes on a tangent on Bud which Light, single-handedly seem to destroy themselves. So I'm glad you're not drinking a Bud Light. Personally, I'm fond of Shiner Bach, which is a good uh, tech Texas brand. I've been to the Shiner Brewery in Shiner, Texas, and I recommend it. And I promise you, this is not alcohol-free beer down here. I promise you, it's not. I'm a bad boy. I'm drinking. I'm taking little baby sips, nursing this shit. The five is back, and Janine is insane. Is that we've got something to do with all of this? And then the other issue is, you know, wildfire season. Oh, it's terrible. It's because it's man-made. The wildfire. It's because of climate change. But I should say, I mean to say, it's man-made. It's really about arson. It's about poor forest management. It's about making sure or not making sure that the brush that's on the ground it, be, it ends up meeting a power line. I mean, all of this stuff can be handled if we at least recognize, as Ron DeSantis is recognizing, that you can prepare for it, you can plan ahead, and you can be ahead of the game. But all of these claims that, that hurricanes and wildfires are the result of climate change and the hot weather, hot weather happens in the summer. I mean, it's, that's just the way it is. I love this because, like, this, to me, is what I was talking about before, about the ladder that right-wing rhetoric has been forced to climb on their rhetoric with some of the externalities of anthropogenic climate change. Before, they were like, uh, I have a snowball in my hand. It's obviously fake. Or, it snows in the winter. Clearly, it's not global warming, right? Now, they can't deny that it's, like, genuinely causing a chaos so at the very least they're like demanding proper safety measures you know what i mean like it's wild the only reason why uh, they are uh you know forced to reckon with this is because extreme weather conditions extreme weather conditions are happening with unimaginable frequency once in a lifetime events are no longer once in a lifetime it's basically yearly so they have to at the very least demand that the government do something about it so that people don't die. Yeah. Not in England, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it never cloudy. has. <laughs> very, very cloudy. in the ice age in our summers. So I genuinely don't understand a constant denial. What do they gain by denying this is a reality? Um, they're backed by the uh, fossil fuel industry. That's number one. The fossil fuel industry has dumped billions of dollars into think tanks, into lobbying, uh, into ads. So that's number one. Number two, the only way to combat this kind of thing is by regulation. Right, which every capitalist and capitalism defender hates. They're supposed to hate. So for that reason, automatically they just have to they just have to deny anything that requires additional regulation, anything that requires the government to ask for more resources. Waters on climate change. Let's see what kind of a beautiful take he had. So it is a pyramid scheme, climate change. If you think about it, you have the media, the politicians, and the academics at the top, and then at the bottom you have all of us, the taxpayers. So academics realized early on that the more papers that they put out saying that climate change was caused by humans and the world was going to blow up in two years if we don't do something about it, they were going to get more grant money from the politicians. And so the media takes these research papers and then they report them and then they get big ratings because everybody gets scared and everybody gets nervous. And then the politicians scare the heck out of you and said, get rid of big oil, we need to go green. And then they throw all of our money around at all of their donors. 
and all their it's fu it's fantastic that he's saying this because like that is what's going on but towards fossil fuel why is he acting like researchers have even a fraction of the reach that the mainstream media has yeah he's describing what the oil lobby does but projecting it to the renewables and uh the renewables industry it's just it's awesome completely ridiculous 75 percent of our subsidies still go to fossil fuels okay in the field of energy fossil fuels are still king they're investors so they're all making all this money by telling us something that's not happening. We had this big climate change whistleblower on last night who said she's been ostracized mm -hmm. because she reported that maybe the earth is warming a little bit, but the human impact is really not much. And the fact that it's warming, we got this. It's not Armageddon. And she has been smeared as a denier and all of her grants dried up. And no one wants to talk to her in the scientific community. Yeah, I wonder why, dog. Because if you are a scientist, you're supposed to do science. If you're a scientist and start showing to the rest of the scientific community that you're bad at science, then yeah, of course, everyone else is going to be like, okay, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, if you're wrong, you shouldn't keep getting babied. I thought this was America where we do not celebrate failure. Since when is it that we celebrate fucking losers and people who are just wrong? What the hell? He's literally demanding that there is a jobs program, basically, for fucking losers.